and welcome to Conversations on Karate, UFC under the spotlight. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, Matt's back this week. Hello all. Sorry I missed last time. Busy. I'm moving, so couldn't get internet uh, access for the London card, but managed to get it for this one. Yay. Well done. 277. 277. It was a good one. I enjoyed it more than I expected to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. There were some good bits on it. Some left me a bit empty. Some. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah. Interesting. It was interesting, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Do you want to start? Definitely some duds in there. Yeah, there were some duds. And I guess from a learning point of view, which is still the point of this, isn't it? To find Mm. out what we can learn as martial artists there were some interesting things yeah where should we go first should we should start we... At, the, at the the bottom and work our way up can we start at the very bottom which i i can we start at paulo costa luke rockhold in another fight that didn't happen <laughs> yeah what 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 are the was that serial cancelers it's yeah do you know what i mean What's happened? It, I don't know about this. What's happened? Tell the story. It's just been it's been booked how many times? About a, a gazillion T seven thousand and the one, and the one. And yet they still. I, and I actually, I, I can't remember why it was cancelled. Actually, I just see it here on the card. I, I remember seeing a post saying, "Oh, Costa and uh, Rockhold are fighting," and I forgot about it. And it didn't even cross my mind when I watched it. And I'm just looking at the results now, and it's got. Costa and Rockhold. I was like, hang on, I didn't see that. Oh, because it's cancelled. Oh, they yeah. are just notorious for just. Was Costa drunk again? <laughs> Allegedly. He's on his red wine. <laughs> or is Rockhold? Uh, it's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's Rockhold. There are like... just some of those. Could you stop a minute? <laughs> now, now we know where the feedback was coming from. No, yeah. it was that was just my morning alarm. It's just done this thing. I'm so sorry. Well, that that is definitely st- <laughs> staying yeah. in. Now, welcome. <laughs> Tips for professional podcasting by. <laughs> oh wow. my god! Okay, say what you were saying again, Matt. Well, so, and I'm, I'm only so this whole Costa Rockhold and fights getting cancelled, and then uh, serial cancellers. Mm-hmm. I touch on. Because it brings that you know in each card, I think there's something left as an overarching theme for all of us, right? So for me, and we'll, we'll go through the card and discuss this. For me, the overarching theme, more than the skills for us to examine, was the mindset and mentality of an athlete and a fighter. Because I think that was that's certainly what stood out for me in the in the Nunes battle. Yeah. Um, and this is a classic one. I remember once, so go, I, I can't remember what I was going for, second down or third down. I, I really can't remember, but there was another guy, Vic, going for his first down. And in the, we always had a big camp leading up to the grading. And our, remember, we kind of have Kyokushin lineup. So mm-hmm. our black belts are sort of, you know, 17 onwards, full contact fights, right? So they're not, they're not easy. Anyway, Vic had fractured or broken his hand in the camp as you do when you're training there's always something there's always something you catch and he spoke to our kind of sensei and um i remember fp just saying you've got another hand vic <laughs> use the other hand you know what i mean and i was like yeah that's right isn't it because actually 
in fighting and in life, you, you're never fully fit. You can count on one hand the amount of times you're doing stuff fully fit. So what do you do then? You either, you know, you either pull out and never quite make the grade or you or you get on and you see through certainly through MMA, you know, people fighting through serious, serious, serious adversity. And there's a kind of lesson in life that. But then you also see others who will pull out at any cost. And I've just I just find that really, really interesting. The kind of mindset of of a fighter, which can be kind of representing the mindset of anyone who's alive, actually. Mm. Do you keep going when things are bad or do you just go, nah, I'm going to pull out, I'm going to do something else? And then you just, it just struck me there, especially contrasted against the top of the bill, you know, Peña and Nunes. It's like a real, wow, there's a contrast of, you can't, you can't mistake. Yeah. When was the last time Costa actually fought? I can't remember. It wasn't... I can't Did remember. He he, his stuff, his his stuff has become so tiresome of him missing that you you kind of just lose track of his stuff. There's a point yeah. where you just go, oh, I just lost interest. I'm he's surprised in out, he's still down. with the company, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, I am. Anyway, and Rockhold, Rockhold's you know in and out all the time, isn't he? Mm. But anyway, we'll I'm sure that we'll we'll have a look at the the kind of the mindset of stuff as we move on. But yeah, yes. that's the first one. The cancelled first fight. Cancelled first fight. <laughs> okay. There were no winners. Actually, we're all winners there because we didn't get to watch Paulo Costa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all we're all winners. We're not having we're to watch it. Winners. So the first So next fight... one then light heavyweight, Ankalaev, and one of my favorite fighters actually is Anthony Smith. Yeah, this this broke my heart a little bit, this did. Because mm. you could you could see after the first round. Something wasn't right. And then the second round kind of, well, he did these weird guard pulls and he couldn't control. Yeah. Anything no, you know, that. by that point that you're, you're, you know, you've hurt something. Yeah. When he said in his corner, he thought it was his ankle at first. Then later it was like his leg. And I have broken my leg sparring and not, not in enough that it snaps in half and you go, Oh, take me to A&E, but enough to go, Oh, that hurts. And when you put it down, oh, that stings. And then it, but you're still fighting it. And then you go on and think, oh, no, that's a, that's a definite problem. <laughs> it's a real problem. And when it dawns on you, inspiring, it doesn't matter because you can just stop. When it dawns on you that, oh, no, this is a proper, oh, this is a proper injury. I have to get out of this. Um, yeah, it's sad to see that, right? But, mm. but that's happening a lot now, isn't it? Because the legs are now such an obvious, as Danaher says, I know that's grappling, but as Danaher said, which was quoted him by Dean Lister, the great yeah. Dean Lister, why would you ignore 50% of the body? You're seeing this now translate into uh, MMA. And karate people will like to say, oh, yeah, no, we attack legs all the time. No, you don't. No, you don't. Unless you're in a Kyokushin school, you don't attack the legs. You, you haven't done, you do a couple in your key on, which will be a Gidan Morshigeri, but you don't attack legs. Until you've learned to attack legs fully, you don't learn to defend them properly either. And we're seeing that more and more and more. And actually the damage is coming more in the defense rather than the, sorry, is, yeah, no, that's right. It's coming more in the defense of the kick where you're cracking it on the lifted leg or the braced mm -hmm. leg. And that's really interesting because we're seeing it almost weekly, some sort of injury yeah. or some sort of finish. Well, this is the third a, week a... in a row there's been an injury. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. It's a hard old sport, eh? Mm. 
my, I think, though, to be honest, I hate to say this because I'm a massive Anthony Smith fan. I think he, he was on a hiding for nothing anyway. I don't want to say that because he'll be like, no, man, you know, I, but I think Ankoliev, he's, yeah, I he's think good. he was going to finish good, Smith anyway. I like him. Yeah. He yeah, lost to Paul to Craig, though, didn't he? Like a last minute triangle. Oh, God. Yeah, we spoke about Paul Craig last week. That fight last week was horrendous by Paul Craig. If you can if you can avoid Paul Craig's great strength, which is essentially his grappling, his triangle, I don't think he has much else. Well, and evidently was, not after watching and evident, last and, week. And, yeah. and that's why you can't, you can't come into this gap. You can only surprise people a few times with the triangle, right? And then... And then you, there's enough footage to go, well, I'm not going to fall into that. And then, boom, he, hasn't, he doesn't really have anything else. Yeah. And I say that with all due respect. I'm just observing, you know. But, mm. yeah, so it's a shame for Anthony Smith. And Do you think he's done I wonder now? what I mean, it's so hard to say that as a, I mean, you know, you wonder what, you wonder, I mean, that puts him right back down the path towards a title, which is the only reason they want to stay fighting, I would suggest. And the only thing the UFC are looking for, title contenders, right? Mm. So, and he's so good in so many other things. I really enjoy his work on Bisping's podcast. I enjoy his work as an analyst. He's a bright guy. And you just wonder, how long do you want to keep doing this? Mm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he is done. I don't know. Sad times. Sad times to be an Anthony Smith fan. Yeah, yeah, I do like him. Mm. Um, all right, let's let's leave him. Let's leave him. Sorry, 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 Ant. Sorry, Ant. <laughs> and okay, then to the, the next flyaway. one was yeah, Perez mm, and what's was his name? Pantoja. 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 I so, like so good. I like Pantoja so much. Um, that is, that's also, I think the lower weight divisions are much more interesting. That's where you can see the skills, right? And that's a classic barrage of punches, make the guy turn quick into back take finish with a jaw crushing. I mean, have you been caught in that, in that, uh, kind of a, you know, it's down as a rear mate. I loved it when Bruce, uh, due to a rear naked choke. Well, <laughs> A rear naked choke, probably not. No. A jaw-crushing TMJ yeah. smash. Yes. Yeah. A rear naked face crush. Get the hell off but it's, me. It, I mean, that's what Khabib did to McGregor. It's, Connor, it's, a, yeah. it's, it's horrific. Yeah. And when you're caught in it, especially with your spine turning the other way, yeah. it's just, it's awful. Um, it was, and it was just beautiful display of MMA. It was beautiful. And that, what was really impressive was the transition, how how he's made Perez turn and, and he's turned for like a second, right? To, to escape. Bang. Yeah. Just on him. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't go how I thought it was going to go, to be honest. It was quick. Very quick. Very, very quick. He just ran at him. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It was essentially, yeah, there wasn't that, yeah. but I would, I, if anyone wants to learn something from that, Look at the transition. Look at the barrage, which is what we've been talking about, kind of privately, Greg. How when you go in the cage or in a in a full contact thing where everything is allowed, it's the barrage that makes people blink. Mm. And in fact, we'll talk barrage again because that's 
<laughs> that's what Pena started, but oh, yeah. then got punched off of her feet three times. That's the other thing to that. You can, <laughs> it can either work for you or against you, or you could just end up losing both feet and dropping in a comedic fashion. Yeah. Towards the, the, a sort the, of a, the a Benny Hill soundtrack. Quite hilarious. Wow. But yeah, but that sort of barrage takes their kind of, well, what's going on, makes them scramble. Boom. Then if you've got a good ground game, yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Mm. Or you don't even need the ground in Pantoja's case. Just climb up him. Yeah. Really, really lovely. Really lovely. It was good. So, cool. One minute 31 of the very first round. Yeah. Submission by face alteration crank. Mm. I loved it. I loved it. I was so excited. The first thing I wrote down was yikes. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. It was just fantastic. And, and the, the body fact- triangle with the grapevine loop is round there because to undo that, if you can get that in, and uh, Charles Oliveira does that so well. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's nice. Very nice. Liked it. It was good. It was good. Who do we have next? We have uh, Derek. Derek. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this. And he was fighting Drago from Rocky IV. Yeah. Um, so Pav- Pavlovich. Pavlovich. I like Pavlovich, actually. I, I like but I really like Derek. I really like Derek Lewis. My balls are hot. My I just think Derek hot. Lewis is did the you see bestest. The, um, did you see the, the DC interview with him? recently the other day did Rhonda like, ask for me yeah he's like did Rhonda ask about me <laughs> what what made me crease up more than that is is dc's like there are three cameras here uh, there this is that's not really acceptable. this is not off the record <laughs> i just thing is you want the light that's why people of all of so many fans you know across all sort of demographics love Derek lewis because he just is funny he's also good as well i know he lost on uh which we'll get into by the way mm. but um i just think he's brilliant as a personality and as a human being he's a dude you would just go please let's have a coffee Derek. just yeah i'll cut i'll pay for the flights let's meet in venice and we'll have coffee <laughs> i just think he's brilliant i love him i, like I think him, he's amazing yeah. He can't fight in Houston, though, can he? In Texas. Why not? Well, he always loses in Texas. What's going oh, on? <laughs> What's going on? He probably should start maybe transitioning to a cowboy hat then as his sort of moniker. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Cowboy's retired, so he could be the new cowboy. Exactly. Derek, Derek Cowboy Lewis. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. <laughs> Very good. See what I did? Very good. You have to get up earlier than me to match that. That that, um, that would be some good merch as well. Imagine a t-shirt on my that. bull. My bull's heart with cowboy Derek. Derek cowboy. Lewis. I think it's the way to go. That's how to break the Texas uh, problem. The Texas curse. Yeah. Mm. Um, early stoppage. Very no early doubt. stoppage. I thought that was controversial. But, he was very, very, very pissed off about that, wasn't he? And he was corrupt. However, when you look at the uh, completely early, not even defending that, but just to see, because um, refing is very, 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 very hard job, right? I remember speaking to Paul Nichols, who refed my Kombudo stuff, and he's 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 for me one of the finest referees, right? And we spoke about this, and he and he said 
of course, my stuff was, you know, lower level. And he said, at your level, I'm going to step in much earlier and save you. I will let it go further with professional athletes. But even so, I still have a duty of care, right? Yeah. No one wants mm -hmm. to see. So I absolutely get it. And then there was a second angle. I don't know if you noticed where when you watched um, Derek sort of face plant onto all fours in that brief moment, because we've had a few of those over the last few weeks where they've just face planted completely out cold, you would say, oh, yeah, no, he's done. Now, of course, he's then come straight back up. But if you yeah. if you took a photo of just that one moment mm. and you said to a, a referee seminar, and they were, you'd be like, yeah, no, he's done. Because I was like, oh, the fact that he bounced back up. And I think Magliata saw that. It was Dan, wasn't it? I think Magliata so. Was yeah. yeah. I think he saw that, made a decision, had already committed, and then Derek's back up. And now you're like stuck between a rock and a hard place, aren't you? Yeah. So yeah. to to be sort of understanding, I can see why the decision was made, albeit wrong. Mm. That's what I think. Yeah. I guess it just seemed to me that maybe he could have let it go on another... I don't know, a few seconds. Yeah. Maybe. I, I do Just have to, to be honest, though. I, I think that if it had gone on anyway, I think you were delaying the inevitable. Pavlovich was going to be all... Uh, he just... I don't know why. He just looked really big and better. Did you notice that? I didn't expect that to happen. Then I thought, I think Derek's going to come a bit unstuck here. Yeah. So yeah. It was a matter of time, I think. Yeah. yeah. He was landing some really good shots, wasn't he? Uppercuts. Really, really powerful, yeah. heavy. And those points. guys, they hit so, so hard. I was, I was sitting in, in the lounge with my mother-in-law. She was watching. She was up, you know, 73 or 4, sitting there watching you. <laughs> crazy, crazy old duck. But um, we, we, we were just saying, can you imagine taking a knock from a heavyweight? Even one knock. You're like, that force, it just, it'd be horrific, wouldn't it? Mm. It would even checking a kick with his bone shattering. It would just right? yeah, destroy everything. Oh. My word. My, I can't even I got I got kicked once by Roger Grace. I was part of the group that was helping him train when he was getting ready for one. And Roger, but and with all due respect, is not a striker, right? No, yes. Yeah. Striking is yeah. horrific. But he's a bigger guy, and he's only he would have been middleweight or even light heavyweight his weight at that point, right? And even with a crappy front kick, if he catches me, it still hurts. And that's a, as a third down black belt. You see what I mean? So even an yeah. average kicker, if they catch you with weight, makes a big, big, big difference. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, interesting. So, yeah, it's a shame. That, so those three left, they're all a bit short, left all a bit kind of flat. Yeah, I'm glad, to be honest, because I when I, because uh, obviously I, I was working, so when I when I woke up for work, Derek Lewis's fight was just starting. Right. So I watched that and then the other two and then went back and watched the other two. And I'm glad I didn't start at the beginning of the card. Yeah. Because it, it was, was quite kind of, a hard watch it because like, it, oh, it, it didn't God. it didn't really didn't have any kind of big atmosphere. No. Already, and that's no one's fault. I mean, early finishes are early finishes, right? That's the Pantoja thing was a great finish, but it's still an early finish. And yeah. yeah. So it left you a bit sort of wanting. Um, yeah, I would have ha happily seen more of Pantoja, definitely, but it, it didn't leave me feeling flat. I was just so impressed. So I love it's very, very good stuff. And I Perez was, is good. As I was well. just impressed mm. by that. The sheer speed of the pair of them was just fantastic. Yeah. yeah. 
I do think if people are going to, you know, people listening, if you're going to really watch to learn what you can take from um, MMA for your game, whatever your game is, then uh, check out the flyweights more than anyone else. Because they really, there's so much amazing skill on display. I'm going to plug someone because you've reminded me. Okay. If if you want to learn stuff, um, there's a guy. If you have TikTok, then use it. I'm pretty sure he has YouTube as well. Um, Hold on, let me find him. Awkward silence. So sorry. I feel I should should fill it with a commercial break. So sorry. Yes, while we're going to commercial break, please do check out our. Here we go. Sorry. (laughs) Our t shirts Uh, and books. Yes. There you go. There you go. Uh, his name done. is Eric Matty MMA. Right. Uh, on TikTok slash I don't. YouTube. I don't use TikTok and I won't be signing up. Is he on Instagram? No, I don't think so. Okay. To be honest, it'd be worth signing up just for this guy because I think he's brilliant. He, he does breakdowns of fights, um, but they're really detailed and they're really, really interesting. How do you spell but, Eric Matty? How do you spell Matty? M-A-T-T-Y. And what's he, who is he? What's his background? Is he a fighter? Is he a coach? What's his, please, please don't tell me he's a karate black belt. I yeah, won't be a, signing up. Yeah, he's a karate, a karate black belt. Um, trained under, no, <laughs> I don't know his yeah. exact background, to be honest. I just stumbled across him. And you, you like his stuff. It's good, right? He's, it's very good. Yeah, he clearly knows what he's on about. He's not someone who's just kind of winging it. Do you know, like no. he knows what he's talking about. It's very interesting. It's worth checking out. Huh. Yeah. All right. That sounds yeah. good. Eric, what is it? Eric Matty. Eric Matty MMA. Eric Matty MMA. Nice. Um, so speaking, speaking of flyweights then, as we were, on to the co-main. Mm. Brandon, Brandon and Moreno. Brandon, yeah. Kai, and Kai Cara, France. Thoughts. Thoughts. Um, I like both these guys. So do I. I'm fans of both these guys. I actually, uh, I told the mother-in-law that I wasn't sure who I was rooting for, but I found myself more on the edge of seat wanting Kai. Strangely, Did you? you know how you know how you think you're you're completely neutral. You don't mind who wins, but I I definitely was urging towards Kai for some reason, and I actually love Brandon Moreno. So I don't know what that is. Um, Great fight, great techniques. Of course, we had the reach issue for Kai and Brandon with that front hand, open hand, keeping him at bay. Yeah. I think, uh, which was difficult for Kai to first manage getting under that. That's a lesson for us all, right? How to dip and come underneath. But I I really think Kai Car France was had that. And by round three, he had managed to outstrike quite significantly Brandon and was forcing him out of his new shorter guard high hands, with, which Kraus had clearly worked on him. I like Kraus as well. Clearly got him into the Mexican fighting mind, which is actually why I love, I love Mexican fighters. I just, I love them in boxing. I love them in anything. You know, they're coming for war. Mm. A little bit going back to the Costa Rock cold stuff. You know, you put a Mexican fighter and say, oh, by the way, you can't use three, two legs and an arm. Oh, it's okay. I've still got one left. Mm-hmm. That's Mexican fighters. Yeah. They will just, you know, oh, and, and, and we've just run you over. That's okay. I can still crawl. It's okay. I still that's fight. I, I don't mind. 
Yeah, I love, I love Mexican fighters. Yeah. And, um, but he de definitely, Mirando was starting to lose his shit a bit because you could see him going back to, under pressure, you go back to what you've trained the most, right? Which is still, he's still a scrapper. He's still yeah. an absolute brawler. And I think Kaikara stuff was much cleaner. But then the body kick. Oh. <laughs> and I, I told you, I, I thought thing. of you immediately when that happened. I, I, because... I, told, I said this before on Pocket. I have yeah. been hit with exactly that shot in a in a title fight at Lee's, and and I was telling telling Wendy this, my mother-in-law, that it just drops you. You you unless someone's experienced it, you you can't really explain how your body stops working. The worst thing is, you know that in fifteen seconds your body will be over it, mm. but while someone's raining down punches on your face while you're curled up like a fetus, right? Trying to get your 15 seconds, trying to make that, you know, the ref is just going to, if that keeps tagging your head, he's going to stop. Um, yeah. And that's, oh, it, it's, it's very frustrating that shot, but brilliant. And another lesson for people, how many people are actually practicing probably are a lot now, but certainly in traditional karate, get that, get that liver kick practice it you find how easy it is to drop a human being to sh and you don't have to do massive damage it will stop them and you can just walk off but it's a beauty yeah the sound as well was <sighs> lovely was great shot it was, it was a really great nice. great great shot and it, i think it was if if i i looked it back i, I didn't have the luxury replay here because it was on the tv but i think also he does what i like to do is he, you actually do it with your toes mm. yeah so you because you've either got the shovel shot which is your whole shin across the liver literally trying to flatten the whole liver or your toes is a dang and that, that one is like oh god <laughs> Please. They, they did. Me. I think they showed it on the replay that he actually dug his toe right into it. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lovely, lovely, <laughs> lovely technique. But it's it's got quite a you, you've got to get the angle. And again, it's it's something, you know, it's like when people say, Oh, we do thigh kicks. You don't. Oh, and we do liver kicks. No, you don't. Just because someone has once said, Oh, why do we know about liver kicks? Doesn't mean you do them. You have to you have to practice them because they're in a the height to the in relation to the body is very different from your it's very different from where you usually kick. You have to actively look for it. We, we had at one point um, where we started was after I got dropped, actually <laughs> we got, we all bought in plain t-shirts and we drew the area where the liver is just on plain t-shirt. Oh, that's a good oh, idea. Like so when that. you're sparring, you go, ah, oh, cause it's, it's slightly different height than you think it would be. Right. Okay. So you go, oh, OK, it's there. And then you start having these targets. Then when you do that, you start to go, oh, OK. Yeah. Oh, so I like we, the sound of that. That's clever. That's a good yeah, idea. And, yeah. it just, and you just go, oh, that's where the solar plex is. That's where the liver is. That's where the stuff. Because also, if you hit the stomach as well, which is quite small, not, not the stomach. I'm not talking what people think the middle isn't the stomach. That's the abdominals. No. But the actual organ of the stomach up on the uh, where left side, liver's right side. Liver's right side. Yeah. So you, it, that also shuts down, not as doesn't stop the whole body like the liver the liver really goes into that sort of shutdown is a little bit like a what the brain does in concussion the liver when it shuts down is a similar concussion because mm. it does over sort of 500 functions it has to quickly stop check that it's not fatally injured and then wow. reboots and then it reboots itself which is amazing mm. wow but well worth well worth practicing that shot. Yeah. Yeah.
Okay, we're going to work on that. I like it. I like the t-shirt idea. That's very clever. That yeah, is. and it's, you just get a cheap old TK Maxx t-shirt and then we just draw different places. We also did quite a lot of that with, I was sick of people coming to talking to me about knife defense. So oh, we just use a marker gonna, pen. Gonna, So we just literally did the marker pen and, yeah. and you know, yeah. 30 seconds, see how many times I've killed you. Now let's not talk about this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. all stop. Stop it. Go away. Don't talk to me. That bunker mm-hmm. is not for knife attack. Just get back in line and be quiet. <laughs> and and then it's just no more. There's your t-shirt. Go home. Yeah. Um, so sorry, Sue. No, no, it's okay. Go on. So then, yes, yeah, so then we just kind of then just drew different organs, and then you go, ah, oh, okay, that's right. And it's and if nothing else, it's quite a good biology lesson. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, knife defense. That's a fun one. Oh. Yeah, I've I've um I've known other people who've actually gone to knife defense classes. Mm-hmm. And that is literally how they start them off. It's like, you know, cheap white t-shirts, everyone's got a marker pen. And it's like, look how easy this is. You think this is easy? This is not easy. You're going to get slashed. Exactly. Exactly. And just show you how many times you've got cut up over the t-shirt. Yeah, it's good. It's a really good way of pointing it out. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Yeah. I've, so I felt sorry for Kai Kai France because I think he has so much to offer and skills but the problem is losing like that it puts you back down the pecking order and i do i think he again he is someone i'd actually say even more so than brandon actually if you want to learn about technique and clean fighting and movement and managing distance study kai car france he got stopped with that fight so he lost the fight but i actually i think he's cleaner than brandon actually brandon you just pull into that old school mexican well that's what they were saying that weren't they they were like brandon's trying to make it a dirty fight now he wants yeah well, I don't think he even I don't think he even chose to. I think I think there's a point when you realize you're losing the slide, you go back to the old beast that I, yeah, is you. Yeah. To change your default takes years. And you you know, going over to Krauss in three months isn't going to change your default. It will change your default for 10 minutes, two rounds, yeah. or until someone upsets you. Then you're back to, you know, Speedy Gonzalez, here he goes, widen my stance, let's do this. And it worked. Um, but did you see their faces after? Oh, he was bashed, you know. Brandon's face, that is the face of the champion. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Kai Kara France is the one to study. I think he's exceptional. Yeah, I th- yeah. I I honestly I think he'll be a champion one day for sure. I think so. He just think- he just needs to go overcome. And actually, that was his that was his first five rounder. That was his first sort of championship. I, I know it was an interim, but his championship level. So he'll, you know, he's now got that experience. As Moreno was saying before, you know, he's he's already had that experience. Mm. Um how much of um, kind of the, the faults in Moreno's, not that there was many faults, but in his fight came from the fact that the last three fights he's had before this were against the same guy. Biggest endeavor. Yeah, I, I think um, certainly that, I mean, he's had the same opponent, hasn't he, for the last two years or something. That's what I mean. Like, And then all of a sudden to go against someone completely different, it's like, oh. Yeah. But but also it goes... It, points to how difficult i'm you know i'm I'm, i think i'm an eternal optimist i believe change is possible for everyone but not without work to change your default function whether as an athlete whatever your thinking is whatever your ideas about wealth right to change your default takes a huge amount of work you are shifting your whole belief system and that's the same in fighting so shifting up camps Yes, it will work. But that's a, what, what does it take to rewire? Uh, let's even start changing neurology. We're in kind of what, 90 days. 
So that's three months. So we're talking three, six months to a year to fully rewire and be a new person, mm. which then brings us back to your average person who wants to improve as a martial artist and wonder why it takes so long. You're not doing much work to rewire yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? You wouldn't expect to be a master carpenter in three weeks. No. Oh, but I've, I, just, I went to this seminar and I learned this bunker. <laughs> my, my, my thing hasn't changed. Well, you've lit in the blinker. You've had the blink of an eye in, in, in relative terms. Mm. Now you've got to go back and do the actual hard work, which takes mm. time. But just in this particular life, right? Maybe as, when we upgrade as humans, we can learn and improve quicker. But that's what takes the time. Mm. Yeah. which is why then we go back to, well, you, then you don't want too much information coming in because if each change takes time, you don't want a thousand different ideas. You want some core concepts that you can really, really, really get your teeth in, mm -hmm. in uh, get your teeth into that change your default. So then we'll leave all the fancy steps and all the super videos and all this and this seminar and, that, and you end up just brain overwhelm and no growth whatsoever a.k.a. the martial arts community, or you can pick an idea that really floats your boat, run at it, and and, and see massive improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I think that's a really good thought to just leave this little section. Main event time. Dun, 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 dun. This was Pena, Amanda Nunes. Predictions. I love who, them, who, 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 what, what was everyone's predictions beforehand? My world has been righted because Pena, I'm sorry, should never have been holding that belt. No. She's not a, she's not a champion. She's amazing, which we're going to talk about. These are, these are different things, by the way. What, by saying this, I'm not putting her down. And she'd also kick my ass, which we'll discuss. But um, she's, not, she's not a champion. Nunez is streets ahead, which is why... I was so surprised, as were everyone else in the martial arts community, apart from Juliana, um, that Nunez lost, otherwise known as quit. She, 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 gave, she did. She, she quit. Yeah. She quit. Which is, by the way, that is not a condemnation. We have all quit. But it's really difficult, isn't it? She, she's a new baby, uh, you know with her and Nina and um, and also when you're that good and then you're fighting someone like Juliana, who is not a great fighter. She's a great, her spirit is amazing, right? Mm. There's no, but she's not a great fighter. You could, if I was training for that, I would imagine it's easy not to be as up for that as it would be for Cyborg. You know, Cyborg, if she catches you, is going to knock your hair yeah. clean off your, so, and that just showed when you got caught with a basically essentially a no, you saw the, you saw the choke in the last fight, right? No hooks, mm -hmm. no nothing. No, yeah. It hurts. It hurts. But you only give from that if you've had enough, yeah. if you're exhausted. And, and I've, by the way, just to, on record, I've tapped from a million of those things. I'm not suggesting in any shape or fashion that when I'm tired, I'm not going to quit. I, I, I'm quitting before I'm tired. Let's just put that out there. But we're talking championship level fighters, right? Mm -hmm. We're not talking us Muppets. So, um, it was just just interesting to see. So then the question then was, OK, well, we've seen that you can quit as we all can. We Thankfully, you're human. Will you quit again? And Juliana, can you make her quit again? Which was probably the narrative. Right. I mean, that really I didn't watch too much of the build up because we were bu busy moving. But I'm guessing that was 
the narrative. The narrative could never be pain. You're going, I'm so much better and I've just proved it. Never. It could be, I will be here until I die. And will that make you quit again? Which is what made me nervous. Because I was like, if anyone can force you to quit, it's Pena. And there were times where there were some squeaky bum moments, right? Where you thought, if you're a Nunes fan, where you thought that maybe, oh, is that going to happen again? Pena's coming forward again and she's tagged Nunes. But they're not. Then you found out why the gap was so, so, so big. To launch a human being off their feet three (laughs) times with a check, I think it was a check right hook or a check straight, where basically they followed you, you've turned around and go, boom, and it was like a Benny Hill moment. I I actually laughed out loud. She slipped on a banana peel in a cartoon and just went, whoop. It was horrific. It was like, wow. Yeah. And Nunes had a... Nunez had the, the eyes of Nunez that, that we all fell in love with, the lioness that she didn't have in the last fight. And absolutely, you're fair enough. There's more to life than fighting. So, you know, you build your relationship. That's not a condemnation, but she had that back and she was. Pena will never, in my opinion, it's one of those life-changing fights. She will not be the same athlete again. You are so broken. Mm. And, I, and I personally think that was Nunez's plan. I mean, I'm I sure think, she would. I think she she could have finished her. I think she had to be careful because the issue was right with Pena is that I, I I'm not a massive fan of her. Right? What I what I'm a would I will always respect is her heart and will. I you wow mm. wow that. <laughs> That's like a that's like watching uh, Roadrunner and Coyote. How many times do you have to kill someone for them to disappear? And so, and the, the danger is with someone like that, right? Is that which is what happened in the first fight? You can always burn yourself out trying to finish them. And I think Nunez, that was probably the biggest thing their corner discussed. Settle back, come back, just destroy her. Don't wear yourself out trying mm. to finish her because the first start of the last fight was pretty similar. Nunez yeah. was all over her, her. Yeah. So now you have to go, ah, okay, I'm now not surprised that you can keep coming. And, and Pena's now lost her superpower, right? Because when people come into the fight, you, you're, no lo- you're no longer surprised by you have you will fight until you die. So now your training camp is built around that. So you've lost your superpower. It's gone. It, we've all seen it. We know now and we all admire you, but it is no longer going to break people because we train differently. I'm not going to follow you down where where out and you and you throw in the armbar. I'm just going to sit off. And so and as it as it should be. She's shown her hand. Now we know what the hand is, which is why heart is such an amazing quality, but it's not enough at the top level. Mm. Yeah. Because once we know you've got heart, well, I'm going to train for that. And now what else have you got? But yeah. what a fight. Wolf. I loved um, Nunes's immediately coming out into Southpaw. I thought that was great. Because like, like Pena's gone, well, this is how the first fight went. I've watched her, her tape. And then all of a sudden the bell goes and it's something completely different in front of you. She goes, yeah. I haven't trained for this. John Jones used yeah. to do a lot of that, didn't he? Yeah. Always, you remember sometimes he used to uh, kind of monkey walk across yeah, the yeah, page. Yeah. He was the first because you're always getting different looks. But that's what I mean about stealing someone's superpower. It's not a surprise anymore 
You know, when you when you come up against an expect, and that's the thing with life, right? They say this in Buddhism that it's not the life that's the problem; it's, it's your ex- it's life not meeting your expectations that is the problem. Mm. So you suddenly go, "Oh shit, I hadn't expected that." Well, now you do expect it to be a rough day at the office. You're already geared up. So when you change circumstance, suddenly again, you, you you've lost it. Now we, this is not the same me. I've had a camp. That's why rematches are, are really, really, really interesting because. Mm ideally you would see the best of both because we've both seen each other we felt each other you know kind of our energy as fighters and now let's see the better one and then there was only a one better one i've never seen such a mauling of a human being and in fact the cords reflected that the uh, the, uh score cards sorry i don't know what i just said whatever cords. the chords <laughs> guitar the, the chords reflected what the what's he talking about what as i've been working on a new elvis presley song well not new i've been dead a while <laughs> and elvis presley anyway the, the chords of the judges reflected that in the wow an absolute shutout with you know 45s and 40 it was just yeah as it as it should be and mm. then the the extra information that you know don't stop um you know don't stop go straight to the hospital sort of stuff i mean that was as much a destruction as you can do to a human being without finishing them or knocking them out cold it mm. was it was quite horrific wasn't it mm. although Pena was fighting all the way there was that one arm bar yeah, enough to make Joe. But yeah. oh, oh, it's in, it's in, it's not in. Nunez is not tapping to that tonight. No. Um, no. it was deep, it was deep. But you know, once you add the sweat and the blood, and Nunez going, I've come, I'm the Nunez before you know that last fight. But yeah, yeah. but technically, what did you guys get that really impressed you? Go, Sue. Uh... I, I completely loved that Nunez was able to escape those armbars every single time, even when it looked like, and I know that the, the armbar wasn't in, but she was able to just like stick with it, get her position right and get out of it every single time. And just the sheer power of her right hook, the, that you just knocked her off her feet. That was just so clean, you know, and, and absolutely accurate. Technically, I thought she was brilliant. You know, she was she was taken down and then immediately changed it, even though she, she had to defend it constantly. So her defense on the ground, I thought was, was superb, but she just owned her so many times. She just wasn't going to be beaten. She seemed to have an answer for just about everything that was thrown at her. Mm. And the other thing that I noticed about Nunez, you know, going into the, I can't remember if it was the third or the fourth, but certainly a couple of them, she's just grinning with absolute happiness you know she was just smiling well i'm not sure it was happiness i think you're probably grinning with revenge mm. oh grinning a, but i she think was, there was a slightly yeah, was, a psychotic grin to that yeah but she was you know she 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 didn't seem you know she was she was positive about what she was doing no yeah. yeah. I, I and um yeah i and i love peña's heart just going in absolutely going for those takedowns you know and her her corner was saying to her when she's in southpaw you know you've got to get get into that clinch and and um i always love when you can hear the corner and then watch what they actually try and take from it and actually go for it and um I, i love that they still need that cornering that they need to be told what's going on have that insight from their corner and then go for that go for it so yeah she was told when she's in southpaw get in for that clinch 
Although she to be fair, I think after the second round, I don't think she heard. And I was saying this to Wendy, I don't think she heard she anything. She was kind of sat in a, in a she, trance, her, her, her eyes were gone. She wasn't. Yeah. They, they were there to mop up the blood and try and get the end swell working because there was nothing going in. They were like, "Did you see that? Are yeah, you hearing me? Like, this is, I think the second she, she wasn't even there. She'd already she was gone by then, uh, which makes her story so impressive because she was lit. Her her soul is only made of fight, right? To be completely unconscious on you on your feet, which I think she was, and just keep coming and still fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I will. You, you, anyone who watched that cannot not respect that heart and soul. Mm-hmm. And if you match that heart and soul to technique, because her striking technique is abysmal, atrocious. Right? It's how I think it's yeah. how most karate people start boxing. Mm. It really is. Yeah. And um, it's horrific. And then you got someone like Peña, uh, who Nunes, who now has made the decision to sit in, right? Hold my ground, bang, and literally off your feet. I mean, that's how it should be, right? Someone's mm-hmm. coming at you. It doesn't matter how aggressive. At some point, when you make the decision, halas, no more. You're going down. Uh, that I love. That was my favorite yeah. stuff. I would love to have, I'd love to speak with their corner. The thing that frustrated me, I couldn't understand it. I'm sure she knows what she's doing being that she's a champion of the world, double belt. But I would love to have a coffee with Nunes and say, why did you spend so much time in her guard? Because it, you, you did more damage from side control. You were putting yourself in guard. I understand the elbows thing, but you were in quite a lot of risk and not following her hits. I think, and you saw it towards the later end when she passed yeah. and she was inside doing much more damage, trying to, uh, Pena did actually avoid these uh, crucifix she was blocking that hip she knew what was coming the shevchenko was coming if uh if she'd have stepped over with that mm-hmm. leg but i don't know why she kept going into guard that was irritating me a bit because I, like, I have a theory i have a theory on go on that. go on i think she just wanted to prove that she was better than her everywhere okay and it didn't, it didn't matter what she did i think because if you if the first round she was out striking her as soon as as soon as Pena tried to clinch up then she was like all right you want to grapple? I'll take you down then. Over Fair and enough. over Rick, and yeah, over. That's again. a good point. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's and, very, and every very like every omoplata she tried, she was like, nope. Every every triangle she tried to throw up, she was like, nope. And she was like, I think she was just quite happy to. I I, I think she realised she wasn't in a great amount of danger. And just thought, if you think this is where you're comfortable, I'll prove to you. Yeah, I'm fair enough. Here. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah, maybe and she then, did want to just prolong the agony. Twenty-five yeah. minutes of me just hurting you. No, That's fair what, enough. Right? I wonder if she. I wonder if that was the plan because I think mm. she could have finished her earlier. I. I. I, I wonder. To. I think. I certainly. Certainly looked like that. Certainly looked like that. And I, you know, and I'm. I'm. I'm sitting here with a seventy-four-year-old woman who's looking at it for the first time. She going. Can she not finish this? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I think she wonder. should win. Yeah, yeah, I must. But agree. I, did you think she was a bit nervous about burning herself out and being in the same situation she was before, or Possibly. maybe Greg, your yeah. theory of she just yeah, wanted maybe. to go all the way and put the hurt? On. I mean, that's a career-changing defeat, in it, as in, uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely battered, horrific. Yeah, mm. um, the sheer amount of damage that those cuts did. <laughs> Well, and then uh, the, last the bit blood, was, a lot of them were in the, the hairline. Just pouring and, out. Yeah, but and the hairline was, cuts 
a lot because of course the amount of blood yeah. flow and vessels to it so they look often look worse but what doesn't look better is when you're squeezing someone's head off and it got gushes out it was literally whatever's left the, in the head yeah that was the bit that i was just <laughs> yeah and she had her head down and it was literally pouring out of her head I was like oh that can't be nice that can't be no. nice to be looking at your own blood pooling underneath you yeah yeah <laughs> it must be just like oh is that me oh great <laughs> well it's incredible really really incredible um yeah i i so much stuff i think yeah nunez everywhere nunez was everywhere on the ground standing up um and for me the overarching so that no that's what i was going to say i remember saying to sunny my boy that to play contact sports uh rugby uh, i'm not even going to say martial arts i'm going to say combat sports because mm. martial arts sports often aren't combat sports at all um anything where you're actually doing something that pushes you physically like that i do think and i said this to him i do think you have to have a touch of the bastard in you i yeah. used to, that phrase because and that's what amanda had back this time a touch of the savage and you oh she yeah what these guys and girls are doing is not normal and so you do have to have a slightly hurtful edge to you now that doesn't have to last once the bell's done and you see and i love that's the other thing i love the amount of you can go so hard to battle and then have so much respect after i just think that for me is priceless but while you're in there you do have to have an edge of the just a touch of the psycho in you you reminded me of a, of a quote from um uh, kai green he's a, a bodybuilder and if okay. you, even if you're into bodybuilding or not, <clears throat> so I think it's on YouTube. Watch the documentary Kai Green Overkill. Right. It's about his, his preparation. Send me that link later. I can't turn my phone on because of oh, that's the, fine, yeah. the signal. But, um, that but there's a quote in that where he's talking about squatting and he's like, you know, people say, oh, you're because he comes across as like a nice guy. He's like, yeah, I'm a nice guy, but you, you have to have a bit of that um, asshole in you. He said, you can't yeah. put 800 pounds on your back squat down to the floor and then be a nice guy on the way up. I cannot agree more. Absolutely. I'm going to look that up. In fact, you saying that we've been watching the Commonwealth games and I've been, mm. I, I quite like to watch the lifting actually. We've been watching the, the girls and there's this 19 year old girl. Where is she from? Um, going to say Uganda. That may or may not be wrong. That may not be right, but she is brilliant. But she came out yesterday, three lifts and you, she even held it. You know, you hold it for three seconds. She held it longer as a sort of, you know, screw you type stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was brilliant. And it just reminded me of just of what you said about this guy. You do have to be a touch on the edge. And I say this, I say this, you know, and Sonny shows, I, I don't need to tell him anymore. When you tackle someone, a big guy, a part of you wants to absolutely take his ribs out. So, mm -hmm. so that he doesn't run at you again. Mm -hmm. And, and, Nunez for me in this fight had that back. It was like that is for I'm not sparring with you. That's she. She wanted to punish no, her. You. Yeah, she was really just like you took my belt, you motherfucker. Right. I'm well, and also you, you beyond that, even beyond that, you disrespected my standard by basically downplaying me. She didn't just take a belt and was polite. Pena was as obnoxious and arrogant and kind of. Self-belief can be very tiresome when it's when it the way Pena does it. And then it's almost rude and disrespectful. Mm. So I think for me, Nunes was like, we, we you're gonna you're gonna get this back. And she did in like whew, what a fashion, right? What an absolute mauling. Yeah. Full respect to Nunes. That was just superb. Yeah. 
And she did have a big, a big dose of the fuck you, I'm winning this. She <laughs> so did. She, <laughs> she so did. And do what yeah. you like. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very good. It's very good. Do you know what I'd love the UFC to do? Go on. Is bring back the days where you could have your own t-shirts. Hmm. Kind of like in the wrestling world. Because imagine like she could have had that on a t-shirt. As she walked out to the cage, fuck you, I'm winning this. Yeah. You know. Imagine walking into the cage and be like, oh, no. Oh, okay. Well, Derek could have his new Derek she, Cowboy Lewis. Exactly. I'll design you know. it for him. I'll draw it. Yeah. Good Derek. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There we go. Derek there riding go. a pair of sweaty balls. Yeah. With a cowboy. My, bo- my balls are, yeah. No, I got you. That is the in fact, you've got a desire that I have that him. Balls. That is it. You I and if he doesn't pay balls. you for it, if he doesn't give you the commission, I will. Just for you <laughs> to have that. And... Oh, do I'll do it. Do it. Do it. And and just put it up there, Derek. We've sent you a present, and this is this was the context. <laughs> I'll get Brilliant. it printed on a t-shirt and send in the t-shirt. <laughs> oh, man. get extra large. I was going to get like a four XL. To be fair, yeah, four XL. Yeah, largest no, t-shirt. So- can possibly be made and it and watching these guys and girls it does do you want to mention the post (laughs) (laughs) yeah go on well it it did it does bring to i mean one of the reasons i have always i've watched kind of mma since the beginning of time is that for me it's pressure tested my in the end all the glitz and glamour and the you know the professionalism blah 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 but it's pressure tested martial arts that was the whole purpose of it and that's still the it's turned into its own sport now but that was always the point because one of my bugbears with martial art and i come from that traditional world as we all do is that there is so much aggrandizing Mm. let me back up i have literally no problem with people being hobbyists as you'll hear someone refer to it amateurs let's let's call it that amateurs um, and shit, right? Because I am both. Actually, yeah. I'm not. I'm professional because I didn't. Right? That's not. That is not my issue. Not my issue at all. It's not us about being professional athletes, and you know, it's not about that. But at what level? At whatever level you are, whether you're an amateur or a pro, I think life is about committing to the very best you can be. But more than that, it's about being authentic. And authenticity isn't the angry profile face. Look how tough I am with my black belt, which means, what does your black belt mean? Literally, really take it off. It literally doesn't mean anything. Who cares, right? The angry face, the the kind of aggrandizing of the standard, cool, right, right, with no background. And And by the way, this is not just martial arts. You see this in every walk of life people upgrading themselves to prove now stop it's okay to just either not or just to be whatever standard you are right in in any in any realm of life it's okay to be that you don't have to pop up online and go i'm this supersonic hard man tough man great writer great videographer whatever whatever field you don't think you're very good at that you're trying to tell the world you're good at chill Spend less time posting your tough photos and more time on getting better at your skill. Mm -hmm. That's my issue with that post. Because honestly, those girls, whether they're pros or not, would walk into almost any martial arts school and kick our asses. 
fine. It's not a problem. I know they do it for a living. That's, that isn't my issue. My issue is then don't start selling then your kind of whole idea of how good you are and what you're you know, doing for the martial arts when none of it, you're not really doing martial arts. And that's cool that, too. That, that's what I took from it was. It's the authenticity. Was, what, what, yeah. It, it wasn't so much the fact that these two can beat everyone. It was, it's the, the selling of the, almost selling of the dream. Of yeah. By doing this, you're going to be, you'll be able to fight anyone blah, 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 but this is the way we it's like no 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 no. that's how you that's how you train and that's how you act if you want to fight anyone yeah yeah not yeah. not put your pajamas on and dance in exactly. the room for, and you know uh, to have to have kind of you know as people again to use that term hobby I don't know, you know amateur martial arts called cool referring to themselves as warriors you're not warriors warriors fight on the front line of the armed forces and and i don't even like the term warriors for professional combat athletes but if you want to stretch it okay okay we'll go to warriors but you're not warriors you are tough as houses but the warriors go to work every day with mm -hmm. the threat that they may have their plane bombed that's a warrior a fireman right is a warrior an ambulance person probably a warrior not a martial artist not even really a combat artist like, you know, these guys. And, and that's all fine. But then everyone just chill the fuck out. Then you know where you are. And now we're all just being authentic. I have no... I, the, anyone on that roster from flyweight to obviously heavyweight would kick my ass. What am I? Fourth, I don't even know what black belt. I don't even wear the damn thing. Who cares? Right? been in it 20 years and they'd still kill me but that's cool i'm not claiming to be anything else i just at this stage in my life i just have a real arsake about authenticity and and yeah. i think you probably because social media is con you see that with people building their lives you know warrior who flung dung star you're not a warrior right yeah and that's yeah. yeah that's just that was just on my mind i was obviously feeling a little bit salty at that moment, I'd forgotten. Salt they came and exactly. <laughs> no, um, I, I, I agree though. I think that it's one of the reasons I, I've said to both of you sometimes, like when the videos of, of me teaching get put up, I'm like, oh god, because I'm not claiming to be, uh, you know, uh, a warrior, shall we say. Mm. Um, and there's definitely stuff that I look back at and go, oh, God, I wish that wasn't online because that's not that's not really great. Whereas I find sometimes you just get stuff thrown up there and I'm like, really, should you be putting this up? Probably but here's not. the thing Grim, with, with that, right? Now, I'm not suggesting either, and, I, and we've mentioned this, but we'll, we'll have that private conversation publicly. I'm not saying that people need even to be experts to post i'm no. not even saying that you that you need to be any good to post that you can't post rubbish i'm not saying that at all there is a market and a need and people for every level My, like for example you can't wait to write the perfect book to write it You've got yeah. to write the eight crappy novels before you write the ninth. That's not my issue. That's 100% not my issue. It's not even about Stan. It's about authenticity. In your videos, for example, there's, there's not a growling face. There's not you staunching around the dojo. Go, go. This is what happened when I was, you know, I learned this on a Friday at the Troxy when someone upset me because he stole my hot dog. It's none of that bullshit. It's just, this is what I'm trying. This might help. There's every did. chance. I actually, I'll that actually did happen. 
well, in that case, it did happen. <laughs> sometimes it, it's, it's more about, okay. Um, and you may well look back as you should in six months and go, well, that was horrific. Yes. And that's where the journey is. Mm. It's yeah, okay, not about point, yeah. the standard. It's about the authenticity. It's about just being honest with where you are and who you are and knowing that this will change. And I'll mm. look back on this and go, well, that's horrific. And fine, fine. That's not the issue. It's honesty and authenticity. Mm. And as yeah. students, I think that that's incredibly important not to try and um, venerate your teachers too much and just understand that they are sort of saying, so we've been doing this thing. I'm going to show you a better way to do it than we've been doing it. Let's try it this way. I um, You've reminded me of something there, Sue. That's really useful feedback, Sue, actually. I'm, I'm going to plug experience. someone else. Um, everyone, we spoke to McDojo Life, Rob, before. Um, mm. He's just God, done a good. video with Rokus from Martial Arts Journey, and it's two hours, and it's them. They, they rank the their top five worst martial arts frauds of all time. <laughs> oh, that'll be good. And it's great. But there's one point where Rob's talking about exactly that about you know how the reason cults get built so much in martial arts is because you're taught to um to venerate as yeah and, and just just absolutely. worship your teacher and he goes there, there's yeah. one point where he says anyone seen the anderson silver knife defense he goes it's absolute bullshit he goes now that's not to say that anderson silver isn't one of the greatest martial artists of all time but you still need to be able to separate the good from the bad regardless of yeah. of the person that's yeah. showing yeah. it to you no, I agree. I, but also, I would say that even with the McDojo lifestyle, I'm not even because it's easy to go, ah, oh, look at those top five nutters. They're crazy. And, you know, I, I would say it's more insidious than that, because it, when you have a top five uh, disingenuous teachers, that allows the rest of us to let ourselves off the hook. But there's a much more low level insidious bullshit going on of people who are just sneaking into their posts, how they've done it's it's lower level and and actually the uh, the big ones kind of allow us to separate no most of us are doing it a little bit sneakily in our own lives without us knowing and the, and the way around that low level stuff is look just be when you go to bed at night be honest have you upgraded yourself for uh in front of people and and by the way if you do upgrade yourself you know big yourself a little bit why are you doing it? it's okay it's clearly we all do it Right? We all do it. Why? And what can you learn about yourself that you can just be happy with who you are, that you can be content with your stand without constantly needing to big yourself? And this is true of all areas of life. So I would say, yes, look at the top five from, from Rob, did you say, at McDojo Life, is it? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Definitely. But also look at the lower level stuff that will sneak by. It's not just the crazy five kind of, you know, Russian touch master stuff. We're all doing it to a bit and just be honest and authentic because when you honestly assess where you are, right, whatever standard that is, that is the, that is the beginning of your growth. Once you're, once you are denying that, right, you will never move forwards because you'll always think you're a little bit better than you are. Once you realize, Greg, where is this more obvious than a karate man going into a bloody BJJ academy? I was, I was going to say, I get reminded, <laughs> I get reminded every week of how you and me I both, suck. you and me both, man. But, but it's just so obvious there. And this is not a plug of shifting karate people to BJJ. That's not my point. It's just where we both experienced it, where you suddenly go, 
I literally, I'm, oh, Sensei Matt in this place. And in here, I mean, not, not now, but bro, yeah, it's probably is. literally nothing. No one cares. And that's good. That's good for us all to do that. And I'll, I think I'll add that it's not just BJJ. Though. Like you said, like I, the other week, sparred with the coach who's a former pro MMA fighter. And you go, why? Am, there's nothing I can do here. If he wanted to kill me right now, yeah, I'm, he he's putting his fist on my face whenever he feels like. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I had that when I went to Clay for boxing. Same thing. Going, I can't even. T- and Clay's not even trying. He's not even bothering. Exactly. I'm like his warm up idiots. <laughs> it's like you know, like when a cat's just playing with like a, a bit of it's like a dead mouse, just like bat. But like don't you find though, from that experience, it doesn't weaken you or emasculate you, or it actually builds you because you go, oh, I'm not very good. So then the journey is much more interesting because you go, oh, I'm going to investigate that strike or why my mm. head movement is, or whatever, whatever. It actually is strengthening think- rather than, and I, I just, I just, I wish, actually, I don't care if they do, I'm going to, but it, I would suggest that people just be really honest with where you are because then you'll start getting better. I think you need to get used to that that flip-flop. I think if you've been in the same thing and been at a certain level and got used to a certain level of respect all the time, then when you have a bit of a reversal and try something else, it feels like the end of the world. So I think the more that you put yourself in that position, like you guys have done trying out different arts, going and training with different people and you get put on your ass, the shock lessons and you start to recognize it that's a really good for yeah. the journey so you know point. you go and have one big reversal it feels awful you go away and you train and it feels like a movie and you're going to come back and kill him it's not like that you know you need to be constantly kind of like yeah got that learned that shit now i've got to learn this one Damn, that's a good point. back again that's a really good point but once you've been through that cycle a few times i think you start to recognize the pattern recognize your own you know crushed ego for a moment and go okay this is the pattern. This is this is what it feels like to be reversed and get better and reversed and get better. And maybe that's something that the really great pros do. They they are so comfortable with being set on their ass and learning. Yeah, and that's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Do you do you think there's a place, Greg, as an instructor, not to ignore that suit, because that I love, but from an instructor point of view, to to take our students from time to time to another to us as teachers not just to have this open you can train anywhere but to take our students from time to time in a bus or whatever i don't know to another (laughs) school to another art to and say to the teacher listen guys this is what we're doing just what sue's just said we're trying to desensitize against realizing and just and just doing that and and that kind of i mean that would be you don't That'd be interesting, right? We had different students saying, different teachers, sorry, kind of communing, going, this is the problem. We all have this and it's a brain thing. Can we come over and train for a bit and vice versa? That sort of open, open learning source. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's a good idea. And to watch your instructors going through that with you. Yeah. That I, I really like that. Watching your instructors go through it with you. That's really important because if they because you could kind of be a little bit patronized and go, I, I'm taking my flock to yes. grow. But, and that's only <laughs> half that yeah, I'm, I'm allowing my, I am allowing my flock to uh, experience other things because I'm so settled with myself. No, you're not numpty. You're settled with yourself when you get on there and get your ass owned as well. That's a good point. Sue. And, I, and then, and now we're, we're authentic, right? 
Yeah. And then yeah. you come back to class next time and you, you take it from there. What and it becomes a kind of a growth and learning experience. And, and then there's no threat in that. I'd, I've found that actually when you admit to your students, actually, I got that wrong, or I don't now believe that, that doesn't weaken your position as a teacher. I would argue it's, I mean, your feedback would be better on this. So I, I think it strengthens your position as a teacher. When you admit, oh, I mess up. Um, yeah, I don't think it's weakening. I think it's strengthening. Mm. Yeah, I think so. So that's what I took from UFC 277 this week. That was, that was a good talking point. So are we going to score this thing? Yeah. Yeah. Let's Matt, do it. In our scoring system. Okay. Remind everyone, Matt, what that scoring system is. Isn't that the Matt Slash score? It's the Matt Slash. Matt Slash scoring system. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um, that is a Matt Slash. So we're going for, uh, what are we? So let's hit two scores. We're going to go for, um, let's have an overall and that can include just your overall feel. And then we'll go around. And then a second one will have learning. Yeah, learning. Uh, yeah. Learning thing. So do you want to, should we start with an overall out of 10? One being absolutely pants, 10 being absolute magic. Yeah. So do you want to go first? Okay. Um, overall, I'd give it a seven out of 10. Yeah. Quite high, I think. But I think just for that epic battle at the end and uh, Pantoja which I thoroughly enjoyed and uh, Moreno, which I thoroughly enjoyed as well. They, those were all just brilliant. So for those, absolutely a seven out of 10 learning. Um, I'm not quite sure actually, maybe a seven out of 10 as well on that one. A seven, seven. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. Um, I think there was a lot to learn. Like, like we were talking about in terms of heart and passion and guts and focus and um, I'm going to go back actually and relook. Now I've looked at um, Eric Matty's um, thing and there's some really nice taking apart of, um, I've gone blank, of um, Moreno's fight mm -hmm. um, with Kaikara. That's right, isn't it? Got that yeah. right. Um, it's taking that apart. So I'm going to go back and watch that because there's so much technical stuff in there that I, yeah. I, it takes me several times to be able to understand the technicalities and you guys have been doing this much longer than I have. So you're seeing those things much quicker, I think. So I'm when gonna you, need to I'll go give you back. two words when you look back at that, which to look for, right. Um, to compare, to make it simple, because there can be so many things to look at and there aren't just tight and loose. So all I'm going to leave those words of you tight and loose and if you apply those, just watching that fight, you'll start to see, well, I won't explain anymore. See if just knowing those words, you'll go, ah, got it. Because as symbols, you'll realize quickly, tight and loose. Mm, I definitely saw loose. I definitely saw loose in the relaxedness of shoulders and what have you when they were. Moreno particularly, he's got such a loose kind of. But also tight flexible. isn't a bad, tight is not necessarily a bad thing. Oh, no, no, tight, tight guard. But, but have a look for that movement. because yeah. I think it was a real epitome of tight and loose that okay. from a technical cool. Thank you for that. Yeah, I'll look for that. Mm. Gregory, you going next or am I going next? Uh, yeah, no, I'll go next. Yes, uh, scores. Okay. Um, overall, I'm going to say a six out of ten. It was it, the last two fights were enjoyable, very enjoyable. Um, the rest of the card, 
I wasn't overly fussed on. Even the Pantoja yeah. fight, yeah, it was good, but it was just it was over very quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for learning, I'll probably get, yeah, I'll probably give it a seven, seven and a half, something like seven. Yeah, there's a lot to learn from that Nunes fight. Mm. A lot to learn. Just like the distance management, the check right hook was great. Check right hook. Just all of it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, me. You, sir. I how many mats? I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys, actually, to be honest. I'm very much the same. I'm just going to, uh, overall, as an overall, I'm going to just plump in the middle with a 6.5 because I'm very, yeah, very much the same. I mean, we, we almost shouldn't punish a card for early great finishes like Pantoja, mm. but. I think one of the things we've done in this podcast is recognize that entertainment is a value factor, whether or not we like to admit that, you know, being sitting here at the Coliseum, watching it all go on. We like, are you not entertained? You know, that sort of stuff. So 6.5 learning point of view. um, All of the learning stuff for me came from, which I'm, I'm kind of inclined toward that. Anyway, the mindset I find fascinating just find that even even when she's when Nunez stops and checks her that punch I still feel that was more a mental thing that leads to like when someone rushes you in the cage right when you back up that starts for me in the brain going oh my god he's going to take me down if you hold your ground and elbow that's always a decision thing Mm. and I find that really interesting and I'm a big believer that mental first determines the technique and Nunez came to that fight to smash Pena and you're chasing me you're chasing me chasing rather than oh no she's going to get me I'm going to be exhausted I'm going to stop turn around bang have that and we could examine the techniques all day which which you know people will but I still think it starts in the no this is my life this is how it's going fuck off and that's the thing that just struck me so bigly. So for me, the learning thing, um, I'll, I'll give it a, a seven, I think, 7.5, just to, just to be a bit different. But it, mostly this is a head card for me. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely definitely surprised me. It definitely was one. Well, the, the main event didn't surprise me. It went exactly how I thought it was going to go. But like in terms of how entertaining those final two fights I found, I yeah, mm. I enjoyed it. Hmm. Next, What's we next? have uh, Leon Edwards and oh. Kamaru. Rocky and Kamaru. Well, that will be, at least be filled with by some really interesting interviews leading up to it. Ugh. I feel like I deserve the title shot, and uh, I finally got it. All right, I deserve the title shot, and I've got, I've got it. Kamaru's going to talk in memes. Uh, yeah. And Rocky's going to... Uh, I bet I bet the whole media side of UFC can't wait for their work coming up. God, yeah. <laughs> Again, not talking about Evans fight is amazing, but just you know, oh how about this for, for entertainment? Right, right. This is a, an idea. Another division, okay. Tag team. <laughs> oh yes. Like professional wrestling. You get two fight. You're losing a round. You yeah. jump to your corner. Boom! Tag someone else. He's fresh. He's coming in. That would yeah. be so good. That would be taken up in Russia somewhere, or or an absolute division. Oh yes, that would. When you be think great. an absolute, an absolute division, a no weights division, that would be. That would be good. 
Do you know what I really enjoy watching? Speaking of the the alternate weights, is like the quintet jiu-jitsu tournaments. Quintet? What on? Uh, what is what? I'm Wait, so so you have like teams of four? Oh, oh, sorry. Like, yeah, okay. Like the um, yeah. Okay. It's like um, who was what's um, Polaris did the teams stuff, although they yeah, eight, Polaris have done it. EBI have done yeah, it. I think. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes, I do like those. Yeah, I I, I love it because you get like the little guy against all of a sudden he's when you said quintet i thought that was a fight promotion. i thought it's a fight promotion. oh no sorry quintet fight promotions i'm like i've heard of that one what's that wasn't wow okay sorry <laughs> yes yes the team team stuff. I, I love that because you get those weird matchups and you're like oh see how this one's gonna go then yeah yeah yeah. he's about yeah. the size of his ankle this is gonna well be... that that's the thing i do like with jiu-jitsu you do still have that i know there there's less damage because there's not the striking but you do have that throwback to the absolute you know weight weight should that's another thing right weight shouldn't matter and the original ufcs were that and you couldn't you can't you can you can't make a sport of that i get it but that's still an interesting subject that anything should work mm. if you're on the streets anyway you yeah. know not just well, little people are coming well, this guy's twice your size whether he's, whether he's in the shawarma restaurant or in the mcdonald's oh yes very <laughs> i don't know i'll give up i'm yeah, gonna it should be able not... to work if if someone the size of gordon ryan comes at you you should be able your your special technique should work yeah can you imagine that did you see god where well, this is going off track slide but did you see gordon fight oh, no, i've lost i can't even think lost. of his name oh he has gone oh that's that's awful, isn't it? So at that level, the next best in the world, I'm going to basically tap you from top pressure. Is it was ridiculous. You, there is not a bigger slap in effect. You, he could have gone on there with a wet haddock down his shorts, got it out and slapped him. He couldn't have been more patronizing. He's so and good. He, and he so almost, good. he almost did it. Didn't yeah, he? I, I, he he wrote he wrote he's like oh, oh I didn't. my God. this is this is how you know that he's leagues above everyone else when he when he wins and no he no goes, you you have I'm to find sorry, another guys, word I didn't, you have to I now did, find another word Greg he's I not predict. leagues to do that to the next best in the world you are not leagues above somewhere else I don't even know what the word is to he did to to the next best what he could do to us or we have done to us in a class. Is that you can't even comprehend? <laughs> and then when he does decide, I'll just go for a finish. That final back take. What was his bloody name, Greg? That final back take took less than a minute. I know. Once it's he decided, ridiculous. It's, it, it's impossible to state how impressive that was. Sue, did you see that? The Gordon Ryan, and we can't. Brain's gone. Hold on, come hold on, hold on. Do I have a feeling I didn't? When was oh, this? Two weeks ago, I think, or a week ago. Two weeks ago. You know, I don't think I have. I You've got to watch it, Sue. You've got to watch it. Uh, uh, doesn't ah oh, BJJ or not? You have to watch that. I'd love to. I'd oh, love to. Alive. When you when you find the link, will you share it in, and then we'll share it into the the links as well. But will you guys share it with me? Yeah. I'd love to see it. I can't remember who it was. It's gone. My brain's gone because we we're talking about other stuff. But Pedro Marino. <laughs> Pedro Marino, of course. Idiots. Idiot. Yes. Go. But to do that at that level, 
oh, it's the gap is so big. And, and, and the, the, so the smother, trying to smother tap that level. And then under a minute to go, oh, okay, I'll just go rear naked choke from the back. Under a minute, that transition, it's, it's, that's a different level. Yeah. It, yeah. And you can see why he's so confident. Like, I love his Instagram. I love how he just try. <laughs> he's just constantly trolling his opponent. But before it's even started, before the fight even starts, you know, they're already like, oh, God, he's going to make a meme out of me for this, surely. Like, <laughs> who's he got next? He's got. Uh... Who is it? Is it Almeida? No. He, hasn't he got? Uh, oh, fuck's sake. oh, I literally. Um, oh god, I can't remember now. Uh, oh, can't remember. Can't remember. On the thirteenth or something. Felipe Pena. Felipe Pena, exactly. Pena is the only one to beat him at black belt twice. Yeah. Isn't he? But the other thing about Gordon is not just chat, right? I told you I've been I've gone from absolute detester of his work to realizing I completely misrepresented, misunderstood who who I mainly had the ump because he turned me down for an interview at Polaris, probably quite rudely. <laughs> so that was probably the reason. <laughs> um, but then I went on and realized actually he's very, very smart. He's not just talking shit. He's there's some really clever stuff to what he says. Um, <clears throat> and that that was a display like you've never seen. I, I, I can't wait to see what he does to Pena. It, I, it, who knows? And then he's got, um, what's his name at ADCC? The one oh, I haven't, I don't the know. The one he slapped. Andre, is it Andre? Oh, Galvao? Andre Gaval. Andre yeah. Gaval. Yeah, if they, if they meet or, yeah. If they ever do, knows. yeah. Apparently Galvao, it's supposed to be in September, ADCC. Generation back. But yeah, ADCC coming up. They're all training for that. But yeah. Um, anyone who wants to see good, follow Flow Grappling. Do you see, did you watch Flow Grappling? Yeah, check out their stuff. They're, they got everything you need to know about kind of grappling, not gee stuff. So yeah, it's good. Um, so on the whole, a good card, this one, 277 for me, uh, one word I would say mind. I think I kind of took away from that. Maybe I'm just in that mood this week, but that's what stuck out to me. Um, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Didn't love it. I liked I, it. Uh, I liked it. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I was more excited for this than I was for Fight Night last time, and I don't know. I, I was I, I, that didn't have that sort of ring of excitement about it, and this one did. Yeah, yeah. Fight Night was um, a bit different. My, in fact, uh, my good friend here, who uh, who is the owner, uh, my friend Dr. Jolanda mm. at the MMA place, he was the doctor who looked after Tom Aspinall. He's the one there pulling him off, doing his leg. So oh, really? he does. Yeah, does he know the, um, what, 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 what was the injury? Do so he, he went down because his knee locked, but he said right. he's probably going to need, without giving away personal details, probably going to, he will need surgery. Right. Quite a long comeback, but, and they'll, they'll need to x-ray to find out what, but yeah, so we'll see. I like Aspinall, but hope yeah. he, hope he recovers quickly. It's a hard game, eh? This martial arts at the top level, this yeah. fight at the top level, hard game. Yeah. Hard Very game. hard. Thank God we're not in that. <laughs> no, thank you. No. All right, guys. Cool. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, then. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Thanks, Matt. Cheers, Greg. Have thank everyone you, have thank a you, great Matthew. week. And we'll see you yes. at 278. 278. 278. Geese on, headbands at the ready. 
Join us. Angry, angry faces. Angry yeah, faces remember- on. Oh, wait, hold on. What about this? Oh, well? warrior. Uh, there we go. Oh, nice. Oh, that's nice and relaxed. Uh, zen. That's it. Very zen. Because I am a, a, a high-level martial artist. <laughs> I have my head burned and I come in peace. I come in peace. I come in peace. That's a whole new. That's a whole. That's a whole I do not wish to harm that's you. That's just upsetting. But I will if you cross me. <laughs> I don't want to kill you, but I can with my thumb. Yeah. yeah. My nuka chain will pierce your ribs. <laughs> yeah. On that note, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Thank you all. We'll see you next time. Next time. Bye-bye.